Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm the Gnarly Gnome. This is Cincy Brewcast. It's the voice of Cincy Craft, and I'm late, and I'm very sorry for that. Uh, you're not supposed to apologize. That's what all the experts say, but I'm very sorry that the show um, isn't what I was planning for this week, and that it is definitely not when I was planning for it to come out. But sometimes life takes over. I wish I could go into more details, but I can't. I promise it'll all make more sense after the first of the year needless to say things have been busy and crazy and hectic like usual so um yeah we'll, we'll make up for it i promise there's some good shows coming up in the pipeline not that this one's not gonna be good i got a whole bunch to talk about but it's gonna be a little different it's gonna be just me hanging out here in the studio talking to myself although um i could put a picture of somebody up on the screen and pretend like i'm talking to them maybe that'll make it more exciting for me <laughs> It's really um, awkward when you get very used to to doing shows with other people. You know, I, I, every week I'm sitting in a tap room talking to somebody who uh, owns a brewery, makes beer, drinks beer, whatever whatever you want to um, say about the the guests that I typically have. Usually, I'm just sitting there talking to somebody, having a conversation with them. When you flip that and do a show where I'm just by myself. It feels very, very different. I, I don't, I don't usually sit here and just talk to myself in my life. <laughs> you know, usually, if I'm if I'm by myself, I'm just very quiet. Put some music on, relax down here. <laughs> Not that I ever get time to be by myself anymore. But this show, if you're new to it, is a craft beer podcast. Now, typically, normally, in an actual normal episode, we travel around from tap room to tap room. We talk to the owners, the brewers, the drinkers of Cincinnati Craft Beer about what makes this beer scene so freaking amazing. If you're from Cincinnati, you already know how great this brewery scene is. If you're not from Cincinnati and you just stumbled across this somehow, somebody shared it with you, there's something really special going on here that is really hard to put into words sometimes. So I, I lean on the stories of other people to put that into words, to, to give you kind of a, an insight into kind of why it's so awesome. That's what the show is normally. This week, it's going to be me maybe ranting and raving. I don't know. I, I don't think I have ranting to do. I definitely have some things I want to talk about, though. But first, because it is a craft beer podcast, we have to drink a beer. Um, the beer it's my favorite part of the show. Again, typically, I get to drink a beer with somebody else, and I don't have somebody else right now, so I'm going to drink one by myself. If you listened to this week, this week, depending on when you're listening to this, the episode of The Weekly Pint which is my, I do a weekly live show on Monday nights. If you are on the Facebook or YouTube or uh, Twitch, or I think it posts to, to Twitter now too, I do a live show every Monday around 9 p.m. And we just kind of sit around and we, we talk. Yeah. It is me kind of talking to myself, but there's a live chat aspect, so you can take part in the conversation that way. Anyways, the point of that is that if you listened to this week's episode, when I'm recording this, I just finished it. I was already drinking this beer, so I'm going to crack open another one because it's so freaking good. This is uh, High Grain, their Italian Pilsner. It's called Giulia, spelled uh, G-I-U-L-I-A. And it's, it's delicious. We, I feel like I'm repeating myself because I just got done talking about this. I'm pouring the beer. Hang on. Italian Pilsner 
is basically a German style Pilsner that is dry hopped with uh, noble hops. That's the understanding I have of the style. If you f think I'm wrong about that, feel free to, to shoot me a message and let me know <laughs> because I would love to have a conversation about it and try to really understand the style a little bit better. That's my understanding, and by tasting this, that's exactly what it what it tastes like. So I'm assuming that is correct. Uh, give me a second to dive into this, and we'll talk about it. The aroma is is earthy hops. It's, 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 a, it's a hoppy pilsner. Yeah, earthy kind of that. I don't want to call it funky. I feel like that gives you the wrong impression of what it smells like, but it's like a an earthy kind of funk is the best way I can describe it. It's super crisp and clear. It drinks really clean and refreshing and goes down extremely easy, which is exactly why I decided to crack open another one of the same beer that I just got done drinking because it goes down so good. What I want to talk about is this week I went to, well, not exactly, again, I'm not going to be ranting and raving here. I went to a, a beer festival this week and it was amazing. Went to uh, Nine Giants Barrel Fest, is what they're calling it. It was a, a barrel-aged beer festival. It was, I don't know how many beers they had there. We're going to guess and say around, I'll say 30. I could be completely wrong. I think I'm wrong. Hey, let me look at the list here. And just hang with me for a second. I'll Maybe I'll edit some of the silence out here. Let's see, on one side there is... Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, twenty-two. 14, 16, 22, there's 28 on that side. Yeah, it's, it's probably 30 plus, honestly, including all the beers that they had on tap there. There was a lot of beer, a lot of barrel-aged beer, the entire spectrum. You had, you know, you're quote-unquote traditional big barrel-aged imperial stouts and barley wines there were there was at least one barrel-aged triple ipa double ipa triple ipa i don't know uh, big ipa in a barrel there was pumpkin beer a couple pumpkin beers there were sour beer there were uh wild bready funky beers there was there was just absolutely there were cuvées of all kinds of stuff there was everything that you could think of um, in a barrel, most of it local breweries or uh, local-ish. So there were some some regional places that feel more like local places that uh, maybe friends uh, of places locally, I guess is the better way to put it, places that you would not be upset if they were in your neighborhood. <laughs> so there was just there was lots of good stuff, but it got me thinking. I had a couple conversations with a few different people throughout the night, which was so welcome. It's like in the last. Well, you guys understand this in the last year and a half or the two years, the amount of times you get the chance to sit down with friends in the industry or people that you used to get a chance to kind of socialize with occasionally at events and things like that, those chances dwindled a lot, if not completely gone away because of the lack of events. So there's a lot of people that I just haven't got a chance to sit down, have a beer with, and just just talk about nothing. You know, usually when I get a chance to socialize, 
it's because I'm recording a show or I'm writing an article or a meeting for some kind of business purposes. And you, you don't really get a chance to just shoot the shit, I guess. And I, I didn't know how much I missed that until we've started to get back into the, the swing of festivals a little bit, which I would be remiss to, to not mention. I'm in the process of planning a beer festival with a couple of people. It's called Beer, Booze, and Bonks. If you don't have your tickets already, go to thegnarlygnome.com slash tickets, get those. But anyways, getting back on track, I this is one of the problems of sitting and doing this by yourself. It's really easy to get off track and go down uh, all kinds of little rabbit holes in the process of having some of those conversations with people that were not conversations that needed to go in any particular direction. It was just talking for the sake of talking, for the sake of just having a good time. <laughs> there were lots of things that were brought up or that made me think of some stuff. And um, negativity is a is a big one that I know we've all kind of talked about from time to time, but it, it's something that I think about a lot, way more than I think the average person because of some of the platforms that I spend a lot of time consumed with, I guess. I've always tried to 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 run all of this stuff with a a definite spin of uh deliberate positivity is the way I, I would like to put it. And sometimes that's really easy to do and sometimes it's not as easy. There there are definitely there are definitely situations or people or things that it would be really easy to to be negative about. And sometimes I have to force myself not not to be. <laughs> Everybody doesn't always do that. And I think that that is one of the biggest problems that we are facing uh, as a society, as an industry, as 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 friends with people, as uh, consumers, as businesses that are trying to provide something to consumers is is battling some of that negativity and trying to to not be negative and this is not talking about any particular instance by the way it's just just me me rambling this is the ramblings of a, a madman alone in his basement when you look at social media it is it is filled with people who are looking for some form of attention and with anybody who has kids i have i have two children as i think a lot of you guys know kids are a good example of how that kind of manifests itself from time to time kids don't always care if the attention they get is from something that they did that was good or something that they did that was that was bad or or not good i think we're not supposed to say bad to our kids it's uh not healthy or something, but kids, when they crave attention, they just crave some kind of attention. And on social media, you, you definitely see that of people who crave some kind of attention from their, their quote unquote friends or quote unquote followers or whatever it, it may be, however you want to word that they're just craving some kind of attention from them. And I can tell you without a doubt that you get more of that social media attention if you are talking about something that is negative than if you talk about something that is positive. For that 
that reason and almost that reason alone, I typically won't ever tell you that I, that I like something more than another or that I don't like something or that something isn't good. <laughs> I will typically kind of flip it and just focus on the positive spin of that of here's what I like about this and here's why I like this about this. And here is the thing that I think is good about this. I break that rule a little bit from time to time. I, I do my Oktoberfest quest. You guys know that's going on right now. I do pick winners in that. I, I One beer beats another beer. And at the end, there is one beer that I determine is my favorite Oktoberfest beer of the year. And that is definitely breaking that rule a little bit. It's bending the rule. I know that that probably pisses some people off. I know that that probably hurts some people's feelings when I say that this beer is quote unquote better than your beer, which is not a fair statement. And I, I know that, <laughs> but I try to always frame it in a positive way. When I say that this beer beats this beer or is better than this beer, it doesn't mean that that beer is, is not good. And I try to emphasize that as much as I possibly can. It's, it's a fun little bracket thing, but it does kind of, it does, it becomes difficult for lots of different reasons. You, you find yourself in those situations where you want to highlight something over its peers or other things that surround it. You feel that as a, there are things that deserve to have a spotlight shined down on them and say, Hey, this is something that is that is really different than what other people are doing and it deserves more attention than um, you, you think it's getting and that's as a fan of things and as a consumer of things and as somebody who spends a lot of time with these these beers or these breweries or these people I try really really hard to ignore that more times than not I think that in order to battle, battle is probably <laughs> overly dramatic way of putting it, but in order to counteract, we'll say, in order to counteract how much negativity is out there, you have to go very hard to the other direction. Uh, when I think as, as, I shouldn't say as an industry because there, there's still a lot of issues in this industry with negativity and bad people. But in the, the circle that I find myself around, I have seen improvements in, in that. I think that there's always a, a loud minority of beer drinkers that are just negative people. But I just, I think that that voice has gotten quieter over the last uh, handful of years and maybe it's that that overly positive thinking has kind of numbed me to some of the the negative thoughts and the negative people or maybe it is better but i think we're doing good at it as a as a whole and i hope that i'm playing some kind of part in that improvement i guess i have no idea what i'm talking about right now guys <laughs> I mean, I do, um, but I, I don't have any structure of where this is going. I hope this isn't coming off as too rambling for you, but I spent a lot of time thinking about this. I spent a lot of time. This industry is a good industry. There are pieces of it that are better than others. There are pieces of it that are worse than others, but 
Uh, overall, it's good. And if you if you want to, if you look for it, if you seek it out, you can find really, really amazing things hidden under some of the stuff that maybe other people aren't seeing. <laughs> if you if you look for it, if you seek it out, you can find real, real good stories, real good experiences, real good people where others may not have seen them or that the majority of people or the people that you talk to or whatever it is may not see them. I love Cincinnati beer. I love almost all of the people that are within that community of Cincinnati beer. I love almost all of the beers that are coming out of these breweries. I genuinely love them. And I, I wish that I could convince everybody else to love them as much as I do, because it makes it more fun. It's more fun to enjoy things than it is to not enjoy things. And it is within your power to enjoy stuff. And it is within your power to, to interpret your experience. However, however you, you want to interpret it there. If you want to be sad and grumpy about something, you can be. And if you want to feel great about it, you can do that also. And I wish more people would choose the path of enjoyment rather than the alternative. That's, that's what I think. And that has little to do with, uh, beer festivals or nine giants beer festival, certainly, but it, it's something that's been on my mind and I hope it makes you think a little bit. Maybe, maybe not. I have noticed that it's something that I've touched on a little bit more in the last two years than I think I did at any other time in the history of the show or my blog before that. I don't know what that says about what the pandemic has, has done to my, my train of thought about stuff, but yeah, I've definitely been thinking about uh, some stuff. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> if you, if you like the way the show normally is, or if you like any of my shows or any of my video stuff or the blog or anything, if you like it, uh, you can support it by going to the gnarly slash support. The biggest help, the biggest thing that you can do is by sharing this show or something that I do sharing something with your friends, find a person that does not listen to Cincy Brewcast and tell them to subscribe to the show, tell them to download it and listen to it. Um, tell them to go check out the blog, tell them to go to YouTube and subscribe on YouTube. If you're not subscribed on YouTube, go subscribe on YouTube for the love of God. I'm trying to crank out a bunch of video content and I'm not slowing down next year. 2022 is going to be uh, crazy. It's going to be hectic and filled with video content. So stay tuned for that. If you don't have your tickets for beer, booze and bonks already get on there and, and buy your tickets. It's going to be an absolute blast. Go to the gnarly slash tickets for that. Um, and I think that's it. I think that's all that I need you to do this week. Just get some more people to listen to the show and get some more people to buy some tickets. And um, we're going to have a blast together. I've got some fun stuff in store for you. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate you more than you know. 
Um, you make this show what it is. You make the gnarly gnome what that is. And um, without you, I would just be another guy hanging out in his basement talking to himself. Uh, wait a minute. That is what I am tonight. Just a guy in my basement talking to myself. Damn. Anyway, Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft.